Welcome to The Uncomfortable Truth. Today, the power of smaller numbers. You know, I had someone who had an 80,000 person list offer to promote one of my offerings, and I was happy to accept that. Surprisingly, though, at the time, nothing at all happened. 80,000 people on the list, even if 10% of them opened the mailing, and even if 10% of them decided to do something, nothing at all. You know why? It was the wrong audience. I consider reach, R-E-A-C-H, something that combines the, the amount of people, the numbers, the names, and the quality, that is the relevancy of the people on the list. I'd rather have 500 solid names that are relevant for me than 50,000 irrelevant ones. You and I, you know, only need one hit. We only need one person spending enough money to make everything worthwhile. The more we try to reach more people, the more watered down our messaging or the more irrelevant to most because we're trying to embrace too many people instead of solely our ideal buyers. I once spoke to the American Cattle and Feedlot, Feedlot Association, I kid you not, not because I expected further business, but because they offered to pay my speaking fee of $35,000 and it was a good gig. But I'd speak to a room full of senior corporate executives for free at one point in my career because those were all my ideal buyers. And of course, now at this stage of my career, they pay me $35,000 too. I want my appearances in what I call the public square to be relevant to the people who can purchase my value, who can write or authorize checks. If you don't know what your specific value is, then you can't know who your ideal buyer is which means you're wasting your time with most of your marketing. That's right. And I have a book coming out in September with a co-author, Lisa Larda, my buddy, Masterful Marketing, which takes on things like this. I'm all for being a generalist. I'm a generalist, always have been. But even that has parameters. You need to be somewhat unique to your ideal audience, not just another face in the crowd. You have to stand out in the public square. You know, everyone... <laughs> As the Australians say, everybody and his dog seem to blog for Fast Company or the Harvard Business Review or things like them. It's no longer impressive any more than dining at McDonald's is. Your ideal buyers may be corporate executives. They could be closely held business owners, nonprofit board chairs, university provosts. But they need to be identifiable and distinct. No one cares about the 600 thousandth person touting the need for commitment. But someone will care when you say compliance is more important. That gets their attention. So stop being derivative, you know, and trying to come up with the seven dysfunctions of teams, you know, or the 3.5 advantages of teams. Lencioni has that locked up. I tell people instead team building is silly and unsuccessful because they actually have committees, not teams, and I can prove it. And you cannot team build a committee. It's actually easy to command the attention of a hundred or a thousand people who are told to sit in an auditorium and listen to you. But it's difficult to command the attention of a high-level executive who can hire you on the spot, but who thinks that he or she is the smartest person in the room. I was looking at a $350,000 deal at State Street Bank, one of the largest in the country. And this had to be approved by the CEO a guy at the time named Marsh Carter, a decorated war veteran officer and someone who everybody in the industry considered really bright. 
His office was about the size of a basketball court. And I sat down opposite him with mementos hanging from the ceiling and all kinds of stuff on the walls and awards. And he said, so you're the consultant. I said, I am. He said, under my watch, over the last five years, we've had 22% annual compound growth. What can you do for us? Now, I had about two or three seconds to make a third of a million dollars or not. And if I started to say, well, you know, Mr. Carter, no one can match what you did, I'd be out of there. So instead, I said to him, how do you know it shouldn't have been 34%? He looked at me for a few more seconds and said, you're hired. You don't need a vast audience. You need a relevant audience. And you don't need affection, folks. You need respect. And for some of you, that's the uncomfortable truth.